Today is the 28th day of February, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and repents of evil. Let us confess our sins against God and against our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalms for the 28th day evening prayer. Psalms 136, 137, 138. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endures forever. Who only does great wonders, for his mercy endures forever? Who by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endures forever? Who spread out the earth upon the waters, for his mercy endures forever? Who created great lights, for his mercy endures forever? The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endures forever? The moon and the stars to govern by night, for his mercy endures forever? Who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for his mercy endures forever, and brought out Israel among them, for his mercy endures forever. With a mighty hand and stretched out arm, for his mercy endures forever. Who divided the Red Sea into two, for his mercy endures forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. Who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down great kings, for his mercy endures forever. And slew mighty kings, for his mercy endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever. And gave away their land for an inheritance, and his mercy endures forever, an inheritance for Israel, his servant, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, 
for his mercy endures forever, and delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever, who gives food to all creatures, for his mercy endures forever, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. By the waters of Babylon, we sat down and wept when we remembered you, O Zion. As for our harps, we hung them up on the trees in the midst of that land. For those who led us away captive asked us for a song, and our oppressors called for myrrh. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song upon an alien soil? If I forget you, O Lord, O Jerusalem, let your right hand forget its skill. Let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above its highest joy. Remember the day of Jerusalem, O Lord, against the people of Edom, who said, down with it, down with it, even to the ground. O daughter of Babylon, doomed to destruction, happy the one who puts you back for what you have done to us. Happy shall be who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rock. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down towards your holy temple and praise your name because of your love and faithfulness. For you have glorified your name and your word above all things. When I called, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. All the kings of the earth will praise you, O Lord, when they have heard the words of your mouth. They will sing the ways of the Lord, that great is glory of God. Through the Lord be high. He cares for the lowly. He perceives the haughty from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you keep me safe. You stretched forth your hands against the fury of my enemies. Your right hand shall save me. The Lord will make good his purpose for me. O Lord, your love endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 5, beginning at the ninth verse. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral persons, not at all meaning the immoral of this world, or the greedy and robbers or adulterers, since you would then need to go out of the world. But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother or sister who is sexually immoral, or greedy, or an adulterer, reviler, drunkard, or robber. Do not even eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging those outside? Is it not those who are inside that you are to judge? God will judge those outside. Drive out the wicked person among you. When any of you have a grievance against another, do not dare to take it to the court before the unrighteous instead of taking it before the saints. 
Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent to try trivial cases? Do you not know that we are to judge angels, to say nothing of ordinary matters? If you have ordinary cases, then do you appoint those judges who have no standing in the church? I say this to you and to your shame. Can it be that there is no one among you wise enough to decide between one believer and another? But a believer goes to court against a believer, and before unbelievers at that? In fact, to have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be defrauded? But you yourselves wrong and defraud, and believers at that. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day, by night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 4, beginning at the first verse. Again, Jesus began to teach beside the sea. Such a very large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat on the sea and sat there while the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. He began to teach them many things in parables, and as teaching, he said to them, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it did not have much soil, and it sprang up quickly, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. Other seed fell into good soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. And he said, Let anyone with ears to hear listen. When he was alone, those who had been around him along with the twelve asked him about the parables, and he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside, everything comes in parables, in order that they may indeed look but not perceive, and may indeed listen but not understand, so that they may not turn again and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? 
then how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones that are on the path, and the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy. But they have no root, and endure only for a while. Then when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are those sown among the thrones. These are the ones that hear the word, but the cares of the world and the lures of wealth and the desires of the many things come in and choke the word, and it yields nothing. And these are the ones sown on the good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirty and sixty and hundredfold. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reflection for Wednesday, the week of two Lent. A reading from the treatise on the six days of creation by Ambrose, Bishop of Milan around the year 397. If evil is not something that has no principle from which it springs, as is the case in the uncreated being, and if it is not something that God has made, where does it come from? For no wise person will deny the existence of evil in this world. We are all familiar with the evil of death. But from what we have said, it is evident that evil is not a living substance. It is a perversion of mind and spirit, swerving from the way of true virtue, which frequently overtakes the unwary. We see also that the grave danger does not come from outside us. It comes from our very selves. The enemy is within us, within us in the progenitor of the error. Within us, I say, dwells our adversary. Hence, we must examine our aims, explore the habits of our minds, be watchful over our thoughts and over the desires of our heart. You yourself are the cause of your wickedness. You yourself are the commander of the shameful acts and the instigator of your crimes. Why blame another agent as the excuse for your own faults? Oh, that you would not incite yourself that you would not rush heedlessly on, 
that you would not entangle yourself in the immoderate endeavors or the indignation and the passionate desires, for these hold your captive as in nets. Most certainly it belongs to us, and we are able to moderate our endeavors, to restrain our anger, to curb our desires. But we can also yield to wantonness, foster evil passions, inflame our anger, and give ear to those who incline to anger, because puffed up in pride and give up a fit of anger instead of humility lowers ourselves and lovingly practices gentleness. Hence, why should we accuse nature? There are impediments in our nature. There is old age and infirmity, but both have also advantages. Old age brings more friendly manners, gives more useful counsels, inspires more readiness to accept death, and helps curb evil passions more easily. The weakness of the body, too, has a counterpart, the sobriety of mind. Hence the Apostle says, When I am powerless, it is then I am strong. Accordingly, he glorifies in the infirmities and not in his powers. And there came to him the luminous and salutary answer that in weakness power is made perfect. Let us therefore not seek for causes outside ourselves, nor blame others for them. Let us acknowledge our fault, for we must willingly attribute it to ourselves, not to others. Whatever evil we can avoid doing is so choose. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit.
Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who sets the solitary in families, we commend to your continual care the homes in which your people dwell. Put far from them, we ask of you, every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who in holy wedlock have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents. And so enkindle fervent charity among us all that we may evermore be kindly affection one to another through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose Son has nowhere to lay his head, Grant that those who live alone may not be lonely in their solitude, but that following in his steps, they may find fulfillment in loving you and their neighbors. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.